Welcome, friends. Good to see you again. Welcome to the Wednesday stream. On tonight's agenda, Joe Biden's over at the NATO summit. He doesn't know that, though. He's looking absolutely lost over there. Zelensky is a little pissed at Joe Biden, too. We'll talk about that. FBI getting roasted today, like me in this summer heat. Um, Henry Kissinger getting pranked. Got some whistleblowers going to be testifying to Congress soon. The IRS whistleblowers in that Hunter Biden fiasco. Also some news on another Biden whistleblower. Looks like the government might be going after him. Uh, sketchy investment firm buying a bunch of land right next to Air Force bases in California. Smells like the CCP. Elon Musk starting another AI company. Andrew Tate on Tucker Carlson. Fear porn about the bird flu. Evil Disney cartoons. Uh, fake news going after raw milk. Why? I don't know. Raw milk's been on the, you know, in the government crosshairs for decades, but we're still doing it. Uh, John Kerry and some climate change fear porn. And then we're going to finish up with some good old Dylan Mulvaney here. Dylan Mulvaney and Bud Light. <laughs> Uh, oh, and the uh, Megan Rapinoe chick, that U.S. women's soccer team lady. Thank God she's going to be retiring soon, but she's still saying dumb stuff. So we're going to laugh at her today. What's up, everybody? Thanks for tuning in. Rumble, DLive, Foxhole, and Kick. I forget that I stream there sometimes, but yeah, for my 12 followers over on Kick.com. Appreciate you. <laughs> All right, guys, uh, before we get into the news of the day, just want to plug my Locals account here. You can follow for free. I post any work I upload, whether it's a Substack article, YouTube video, Rumble video, whatever it is, I let you know about it on Locals, and I shit post some other stuff there now and again, so you can follow for free just to get updated on whatever work I come out with, or you can subscribe there for five bucks a month. Get some perks like access to a private Telegram chat, discount code to my supplement company, um, a few other perks too. So appreciate all you guys supporting me through Locals. Shout out to Legend, Legend99, signing up on Locals last night. Uh, so thank all you guys following there. And speaking of my supplement company, another way to support this podcast is to grab something through ConsciousStrength.net. Uh, I got a lot of good products on there. Good old mushroom adaptogen coffee. That's the hot new thing on store shelves. It's <laughs> mushroom coffee, and I have a version of it. It's pretty good. Go check it out. Uh, mushroom matcha, too. I like the matcha. Oregano oil, turmeric, fish oil, greens powders. A lot of good stuff on that website. Links for locals and conscious strength will be underneath this video. So, Biden over there at the NATO summit. Yet, at the NATO summit, they voted not to allow Ukraine to join NATO. Why is that? Well, the Russian special military operation, one of the main reasons that Putin conducted that was because NATO was basically knocking on Russians' doorstep uh, and expanding far beyond what NATO ever said they were going to expand to. So you would think if Ukraine was winning that war, then NATO would have no problem allowing Ukraine into their membership. But maybe that war isn't going as good as the Western media would have you believe. Apparently not. Ukraine's apparently getting demolished in it. Even though, how many freaking billions of dollars in tanks and Weapons and ammo is the U.S. sent over to Ukraine. It's all getting pissed away, right? So there's that. Zelensky is apparently pissed at Joe Biden, as per reports, for not letting Ukraine into NATO. Although Biden's over there meeting with all the world leaders. And uh, just check this video out from <laughs> Biden's meeting with all these heads of state. <laughs> Lost. Nobody 
Biden has no clue where he is. Uh, also battling with the teleprompter, too. I mean, this this is what we're dealing with on the world stage, man. Just the embarrassment. The absolute embarrassment that this clown is representing this country. Soon NATO will be the 32nd freestanding, have free, 30 free, 32 freestanding <laughs> members standing together to defend our people and our territory. Dude, the way they laugh, too, in the audience. 32 freestanding <laughs> members standing together to defend our people and our territory. As if that's okay. As if that's okay. And also Biden having this little slip up. Um, let's see here. Our pledge to, uh, to be with you has not wavered. It didn't take us long to get thousands of troops here when Russia invaded the second time. We'll be able to be assured you that, that, catch that? we have all that you. It didn't take us long to get thousands of troops here when Russia invaded the second time. It didn't take us long to get thousands of troops here when Russia invaded the second time. Uh, does he mean like a year ago or two, two year or two ago when Russia invaded? And does he mean, cause the first time he could have been, the first time could be referencing the, what, Crimea dispute back in 2014. So technically the second time would have been Ukraine here in 2021, 2022. Biden saying it didn't take us long to get thousands of troops here? Is is Joey Joe having a little Freudian slip here and saying that U.S. troops are in Ukraine? Or is he referencing Lithuania? In either case, seems like shouldn't be the case. If you know what I'm saying. Huh. And then, <laughs> yeah, I see the chat right now. The Henry Kissinger thing was hilarious. This was, uh, Henry Kissinger got punked by some pranksters pretending to be Zelensky. Um, I haven't actually seen this video yet. Let's watch it. On off North Stream 2. How do you think? Who is behind? Who is behind of explosion of Nord Stream two? Who is guilty? How do you think? I, I frankly thought you were. Really? You think that we? No, no. But I didn't blame you. I, I would not say that as a criticism. <laughs> Yo, they deserve some claps for that one. Chat asks, who's recording him? I assume the pranksters are recording that video. Um, Yo, I mean, shouldn't this, shouldn't this be big news? If Kissinger was getting pranked and... He sort of admits that he thought Ukraine and Zelensky was behind the Nord Stream pipeline. Oh, man. Yeah. Believe it or not, this 100-year-old bag of leather is still alive. Henry freaking Kissinger. Speaking of warmongers. Yo, that's hilarious, though. Getting pranked. Okay, and over to the FBI. Christopher Ray testifying in front of the Judiciary Committee today and just getting absolutely roasted, absolutely destroyed. This is uh, Matt Gates lighting up Chris Ray. We'll watch, uh, we'll watch a couple minutes of this. ...of the FBI, whether or not they are buying information about our fellow Americans, and the answer is, well, we'll just have to get back to you on that. It sounds really complicated, but I have other questions. I'm sitting here with my father. I will make certain that between the man sitting next to me and every person he knows and my ability to forever hold a grudge, that you will regret not following my direction. 
I am sitting here waiting for the call with my father. Sounds like a shakedown, doesn't it, Director? I'm not going to get into commenting on that. You, you, you seem deeply uncurious about it, don't you? Almost suspiciously uncurious. Are you protecting the Bidens? Absolutely not. The FBI well, does not has no oh, interest in You won't answer the question about whether or not that's a shakedown, and everybody knows why you won't answer it. Because to, ev to the millions of people who will see this, they know it is. And your inability to acknowledge that is deeply revealing about you. But let's go from the uncurious to the downright nosy. How many illegal FISA queries have occurred under your leadership of the FBI? Well, there are reports that have come out with different numbers about uh, compliance incidents. More than a million illegal ones? Because that's what the inspector general said. The inspector general said that in the 3.4 million of these queries, more than a million were in error. Do you have any basis to disagree with that, that assessment by the inspector general? Uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure, actually, that's a, a correct characterization of the inspector general's uh, oh, well, findings on well, that. The internet will remind you of I, that in moments. But, but let, let's now go to uh, what the... Yeah, Matt Gates Doesn't sound happy. And I see that chat, people mentioning how Q said trust Ray multiple times. The thing is... Um, Chris Ray has been FBI director for a long time, quite a long time, at least in context of that position. Directors of these three-letter agencies, you know, pretty high turnover. A few years, maybe. Ray's been there since 2017, six years. It was Trump who installed Chris Ray as director of the FBI in... August 2017, it was August or September 2017, kept him the whole time. Um, so what game is Chris Ray really running here, right? Is he a part of an influence operation to expose the FBI? Because if Chris Ray wanted, if Chris Ray's job was to just be the face of the FBI while the whole organization imploded or the perception of it to the American public. He's doing a good job. Yeah. I see this comment in the chat. Ray is my favorite character in this show. I don't know, man. You might disagree with me, but I think Ray might be playing on the side of the Patriots with the purpose of acting as like the fall guy the scapegoat we probably got a few of those in positions right now whereby they're the they're the face as it implodes for lack of a better description i don't know if i'm describing it pretty well or if you're understanding what i'm trying to relay but yeah could be it's a possibility in my mind um And I am aware that Q also posted the photographs of Chris Ray's face and the X over it, mentioning Ray as a sleeper, but saying that Ray is a sleeper, that could go both ways. If we're talking about a counterintelligence operation being Q, disinfo is necessary, right? I don't know. I don't know. A lot of people think Chris Ray is some deep state hack, but what if Chris Ray is helping to root out the deep state hacks i mean that's the goal of an influence operation if we're trying to wake the american public up then what we need to do is make the american public realize how bad shit is in the government and to do that you've got to put it all on display the fbi problems on display the crazy gender agenda on display the is everything big tech on display you know so who knows maybe we'll never know but pretty interesting show we're going through here's a few more clips from this uh hearing today did joe biden take pay, uh, payments from burisma or any other foreign companies as vice president president or private citizen biden 
Uh, as you may know, there is an ongoing investigation being led by the U.S. Attorney in Delaware, Mr. Weiss, appointed uh, by President Trump in the last administration that our Baltimore field office is working with, and I would refer you to, to him as to what, if anything, can be shared. So the president is under, um, he is under um, investigation. I'm not going to confirm or speak to who is or isn't under investigation for what. I'm simply going so to tell So he's not you, under investigation? I didn't say that either. Uh, by longstanding department policy and practice, I'm I'll, not going to be confirming or denying I'll who is it. or isn't under investigation. Did Joe Biden take uh, payments from... Sounds like he's kind of saying that Biden's under investigation, but he's not saying that, but he is, but he's not. And he also had things to say here. about things. the uh, supposed undercover agents there on January 6th. Things here, and, and I, please don't, don't distract here because we're focusing on the, those who were there in an undercover capacity on January 6th. How many were there? Uh, again, I, I'm not sure that I can give you that number as I sit here. I'm not sure there were undercover agents uh, on scene. You, I find that kind of a remarkable statement, Director. At this point, you don't know whether there were undercover federal agents, FBI agents, in the crowd or in the Capitol on January 6th. I say that because I want to be very careful. There have been a number of court filings related to some of these topics, and I want to make sure that I stick within what's in. I, I understand that. But I, I just, I thought I heard you say you didn't know whether there were FBI agents or informants or human sources in the Capitol or in the vicinity on January 6th. Did I misunderstand you? I thought that's what you said. I, well, I referred very specifically to undercover agents. Yeah. And so are you acknowledging then there were undercover agents? I, I, as I sit here right now, I do not believe there were undercover agents uh, on scene. Hmm. We could parse his words. I found this first statement pretty interesting. Things here. And, and I, please don't, don't distract here because we're focusing on the, those who were there in an undercover capacity on January 6th. How many were there? Uh, again, I, I'm not sure that I can give you that number as I sit here. I'm not sure there were undercover agents. Uh. He first says, I'm not sure if I can give you that number as I sit here. And then watch. It's almost as if he didn't want to say that. And his expression quickly changes. I can give you that number as I sit here. I'm not sure there were undercover agents. Uh. I'm not sure there were undercover, emphasis on that, agents. On scene. On scene, we could we could dissect that in a couple of ways. Number one, if he's simply saying I'm just I'm not sure, you know there there could most definitely be sleeper cells operating within the FBI that even higher levels of the FBI are unaware of. Say there could be, uh, shall we say? CIA assets or other agents of the shadow government within the FBI that maybe Director Ray doesn't know about or others don't know about. Uh, also, it might not have been FBI agents. Could have been there at January 6th. Could have been assets from other groups, private organizations, private companies, contractors, or, again, CIA assets what have you, some of those agents or, or some of those provocateurs there on January 6th might not have even been from the FBI. FBI takes a lot of heat for it, but could have been, the situation could have been far more nuanced than just blaming it on the FBI and assuming Chris Ray was the one that organized all that. So anyway, uh, speaking of weirdos there on the January 6th though, good old Ray Epps. Good old Ray Epps suing Fox News over defamation. So a dude that is on tape multiple times telling people to go into the Capitol on January 6th. Not questioned, not arrested, nothing. Well, technically, was he questioned? Maybe, but nothing. Nothing happened to him. Yet the guy asking questions about it, Tucker Carlson is the bad guy here. Makes sense.
Only makes sense when you don't think about it. Yeah. Uh, also news a couple of days ago. Well, this was news months ago. This was actually broken by uh, journalist Lee Fang back in April. Lee Fang was one of the Twitter files reporters. He broke this news back in the end of April. But uh, I guess people forgot about that. And this went around as news. On Monday, FBI facilitated social media takedown requests made by Ukrainian spy agency, according to a report. That is a report issued by the House Judiciary Committee, the subcommittee on the weaponization of the federal government. So because the House subcommittee put out a report, I guess it's news again, even though, yeah, this was... uh, I think a lot of people totally forgot this was reported by Lee Fang at the end of April. I don't see that in any of these reports. So, new news, but old news. Uh, And then, one, one more thing on the FBI. And then we're moving on. So the FBI tweeted this on Monday. Uh, do you have a tip about federal crime? Speak now. Justice is better than revenge. You may not be Superman, but you can help the FBI protect the country. If you have information about a federal crime, speak now. Call this number or visit FBI.gov. Apparently, the FBI hotline got inundated with tips about the FBI. People called the FBI to report the FBI to the FBI. (laughs) Pretty great. Yeah, man. Get those clowns out of there. Pretty funny. Hey, I got a quick shout out in the chat. Thank you, Rick. Appreciate the hundo. $100 Rumble Rant. Soundboard request when it applies. You know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. (laughs) Thank you for the Rumble Rant. Appreciate it, man. All right. So... Back to the news here. Are you not entertained? So news on the whistleblowers. We've got the IRS whistleblowers, Gary Shapley, and uh, an unnamed whistleblower at the moment, Whistleblower X, is going to testify in front of the GOP Oversight Committee next week. These are the whistleblowers who detailed how the Department of Justice uh, stonewalled their investigations into Hunter Biden's tax crimes, money laundering, and money issues. So this will be an interesting one. One week from today, next Wednesday, they will be testifying. So that'll be a fun one. And then another whistleblower here. This is a gentleman by the name of Gal Luft. He was apparently another, I mean, it's kind of tough to count how many whistleblowers we got coming out against the Biden crime family right now, but this gentleman was described as an informant claiming to have information on Hunter Biden. And he was charged by some U.S. prosecutors today claiming that he was uh, a Chinese spy, basically, acting as a Chinese agent charged with arms trafficking arms trafficking do they do they give more details about that in here uh they don't could have been a totally trumped up charge maybe he was i don't know had like a pistol in his car or something like that and drove across state lines (laughs) charge him with arms trafficking Maybe they called him a Chinese agent. I mean, who knows? He might have some skeletons in his closet and they're using that to try to shut him up because he's trying to do the right thing now. Or who knows? Maybe he's a, maybe he's a fake whistleblower. I would not doubt that there are fake whistleblowers trying to bring themselves out and force themselves on Congress. Um, yeah, I don't know. there's all kinds of possibilities to this one, but... Anyway, there's that. Or the government's just trying to shut them up. That could be too. 
An investment firm buys 52,000 acres of dry farmland right next to Travis Air Force Base in California. Huh. Donald Trump don't trust China. China is asshole. The investment company is named Flannery Associates. They've spent nearly a billion dollars in the last five years buying up a bunch of land. And after an eight-month investigation into Flannery Associates, uh, nobody can really find out who the heck they are. Now, the thing is, Chinese companies have been buying up land around Air Force bases before, like Grand Forks Air Force Base in North Dakota. I've also seen research about how Chinese-linked state nationals were buying up land in Hawaii near the Hawaiian military installations with a direct bird's-eye view over the military base so they could basically surveil it. Be real easy to see what flights come and go with the property. So I wouldn't doubt if this was some shell company, Flannery Associates, from China, CCP. That's how they do it. Infiltration over invasion, right? Hey, one more quick shout-out. Slug Trail over there on Foxhole. Appreciate the 100 gold pills, my friend. Says can't compete with a hundo, but here's a gumball worth. (laughs) Nice. Hey, it could be four gumballs if they're each a quarter. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, anything you guys can and are willing to support with, much appreciated. Even if you just like this video and share it around. I just thank you for spending your time here with me. Shit stirring. All right, what do we got next? Elon. Elon Musk appears to be starting another company. Another company uh, launched his long-teased artificial intelligence startup, XAI. XAI. Sounds like what he would name his next kid, knowing Elon. XAI. Uh, started this artificial intelligence company on Wednesday with a team of engineers. Hopes to challenge OpenAI. Hopes to challenge uh, Microsoft. Pretty much. Because it's pretty much the big uh, the big AI players in the game right now are Google, Microsoft, and OpenAI. And I believe OpenAI takes, uh, takes funding, takes investment money from Microsoft anyway. So it's a monopoly. And if Elon Musk really is working on Team America, Team Humanity, yeah. Opening this up to uh, make AI honest, because I, I, you know, I really think AI could—it's just a tool. It's a program tool, and it's a tool that we could use for betterment of humanity. But it's also a powerful tool that, if in the wrong hands, could easily be used for selfish, bad reasons. So it's all about controlling that tool and making sure it stays in the right hands. So hopefully Elon Musk does that. Uh, Andrew Tate on Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson's ninth episode of his Twitter show launched yesterday evening. Andrew Tate was on it. I have not listened to this yet. It's two and a half hours long. And uh, this is just uh, my opinion, man. My shitty opinion, but I can't stand Andrew Tate. Andrew Tate and his internet horde of 15-year-old fans just dripping in um, narcissism and self-grandeur personality disorders. Um, But I'll probably listen to this tomorrow. But from all I've seen of Tate so far, I am not a fan. And I don't think he should be a role model for our youth. Next up, 
United Nations agencies warning about a surging bird flu outbreak. And their fear porn about this one is that it's going to raise human infection risk. Great. This is going to be their next scamdemic, huh? They'll probably try to get this going. Probably try to get this going this winter, maybe early next year. Got to get it going in time for the uh, 2024 election, right? You know what election years mean. Diseases and BLM. But BLM's bankrupt now, huh? So it's going to be the, uh, the alphabet people they'll use in place to get their act blue money. But yeah. UN agencies on Wednesday warning about bird flu. Is it going to be bird flu or is it going to be malaria? Which one? Pick your disease. Genetically engineer it and send it. Now we've got this Disney cartoon. Have you seen this one? It's called... What's the name of it? Praise Petey. And Petey is a chick. Big surprise, it's Disney, so... Let's just play a little bit of this uh, preview for it, of this trailer. And honestly, I it's a Disney production. It's premiering on Hulu. I can't tell if it's for kids or adults when I see the subject matter in this trailer. Looks like it's for adults, but it's from Disney. So it's probably for kids. <laughs> I'm Petey. I had it all. Mother! Here. What's this? It's a message from your father. It's me, your father! The community of New Utopia is all yours. I just needed to figure out my place in my dead dad's weird town. Uh, I'm walking here. The great daughter, she's arrived! Welcome to New Utopia. Uh, I'm new to this being the cult leader thing. Thank you but I was excited to get to work. Do you need this hammer? Yeah, just put it between my pegs. <sighs> Is this town doing okay? Nah, we're starving. <laughs> you being here means the prophecy of the great daughter's return is fulfilled. I'll make new utopia normal. No more human sacrifice. Tell me what to do! Yeah, definitely for adults. But uh, did this say it was from the head SNL writer? I think I saw that in the trailer. Created by head SNL writer. Huh. Saturday Night Freaking Live. Big surprise. Yeah, man. A show about uh, some New York chick inheriting a human sacrifice cult. That That's... And they're getting money to make that from a production agency. That's that's the creativity there, folks. They must uh Hollywood must be low on ideas. <laughs> Man. Is this real life? What is happening here? <laughs> oh, and over to Montana. Based. Based stuff coming out of Montana. The state library of Montana withdrew from the American Library Association, the National Association of Libraries, citing the president of the American Library Association's beliefs being Marxist. So the Montana State Library withdrew from the National Library Association because of the president's Marxist beliefs. Sparking concern among local libraries. <laughs> nice. It's pretty sweet. Culture war in full force. So you gotta do what you gotta do. I wanna see this start happening with the uh, education system, right? Get like local school districts and state school districts. Oh, let's see here. Looks like the 
Bozeman, the director of the Bozeman Public Library, is upset with the Montana State Library, saying that the president is just a figurehead. And that the Montana State Library should still be a member of the National Association because they're a crucial source of training and guidance. Of course, it's the freaking Bozeman Public Library lady that's upset. Uh, that's where a lot of the Californians are moving to in Montana. They're going to Bozeman. Big money heading to the uh, Bozeman area. Where a lot of Californians are going, so big freaking surprise. <laughs> Man. Oh, a few more things. Let's see. Hey. <laughs> All right. Quick rumble shout out. Thank you, Rick. S trying to start the $1 challenge. Let's support Sather and keep this channel going. KX2, thank you. Sherry Babb, thank you. Appreciate you guys. Our next story is Mr. Skull and Bones himself. Probably operates his own human sacrifice cult. John Kerry was interviewed and said, people will have a better quality of life with strict Green New Deal mandates this was the interview and this is what he said and we're seeing already in every aspect of life it is now being affected by the climate crisis but again i say this is not something where everybody has to go oh my god i don't want to do this because it's scary as hell and because we're not gonna you know live the way we did no we will have a better quality of life mm -hmm. what seeing you're going to have a better quality of life without your pizza ovens and your gas burners and with your incredibly heavy electric cars that are going to be uh, collapsing parking garages with the sheer weight because electric cars are far more heavy than gas cars. So I want to see what all these old aging concrete parking garages i want to see how they're going to handle all these electric vehicles i want to see how the ferries like the ferries in washington and on the east coast and whatnot the hold cars how are they going to hold up the weight of these electric vehicles what about the uh the fact that we can't we can't even recycle solar cells because of all the heavy metals and toxic elements in them we can't can't recycle solar cells what are we going to do with all the batteries in these electric vehicles what are we gonna do yeah much better quality of life eat the bugs that's right eat the bugs and be happy own nothing meanwhile john Kerry taking a private flight to do this interview with the bbc oh it was the bbc so it was overseas most definitely he probably did this interview um, at the NATO summit, I would imagine. Taking his private jet over there. That's right. And the fake snooze media. You are fake news. The fake snooze media going after raw milk. Raw milk is being legalized in more states. Is it safe? New York Times, mind you, this is New York Times. Health experts warn that drinking it could come with risks. They cite a Cornell professor as their health expert. Her name is Nicole Martin. Uh, let's take a look at Nicole Martin real quick. This is her. Yo! Maybe she is a milk expert. She kind of looks like a cow. Moo. Why is it that these health experts are just obese and totally unhealthy? That's our health expert there. And her argument is that there is no evidence that raw milk is healthier for you than pasteurized milk. Dr. Martin said certain vitamins are only reduced by around 
10% during pasteurization. The claim that these components, that the nutrients are destroyed by pasteurization is simply untrue. Well, Dr. Martin, health expert. She is a misdirecting dumb bitch here. So the argument from raw milk proponents is not that the vitamins are denatured. The argument is that the enzymes and beneficial microbes in milk are killed during pasteurization, which they are. They can't live. They can't survive the high heat pasteurization and ultra pasteurization processes. So that's what you don't get in pasteurized milk that you get from raw milk is all those beneficial enzymes, microbes. Uh, why is raw milk dangerous? New York Times says raw milk is dangerous because it could have bad bacteria like salmonella, listeria, and E. coli. Uh, yeah, if you're getting your raw milk from dirty, nasty, unclean farms, then sure, it could be contaminated. You could be eating organic food that goes through freaking dirty, nasty processes, and it's going to be contaminated. But if you know your source, if you know your farmer, and you make sure that they keep things clean, then you wouldn't have nothing to worry about. I exclusively drink raw milk. That's the only kind of milk I drink. I don't even like drinking plant milks. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't like the fake. It's not even plant milk. It's nut water. Let's just say what it is. It's nut water. Not a fan of nut water. I'm not a fan of pasteurized milk. The only kind of milk I will drink is raw cow milk. And I've never had a problem. Ever, ever. And I feel damn fine when I have raw milk to drink. It's expensive as shit. It's like, what was it, like six bucks for a half gallon? Eight or nine bucks for a gallon. It's expensive, but I don't drink that much. And not all the time. Just every so often. Um, and just know where you're getting it from. Know the source. As you should with all food you're putting in your body. Everything you buy, you should know the producers of it. Big problem with the slave system we're living in, this economic slave system, is that people don't expend the effort to become conscious, aware of who they're buying from, the sources of the products they're consuming. We are an ignorant consumer society. So take a look at, oh, here's... Pick a food, box cereal, guacamole, chips, whatever. Let's take a look at the company that makes it. Is it some shitty Kroger brand? Simple truth. Or, or what, what is it, Albertsons? Open Nature. That's their st uh, shitty store brand. Uh, Kroger's is Simple Truth. Uh, what is, uh, there's the Great Value. Is that Walmart's something or other? So... There's that. See where it's manufactured by. Look at the source. See whatever company is back on there. It's, it's not that tough. It just takes a little bit of extra effort and time. Um, anyway, back to... I'm, I'm ranting now. Back to the raw milk. And this stupid-ass health expert. This must have been bought and paid for by Big Milk. Seriously, there's some pretty like big milk companies that probably would pay for hit piece articles like this. Glanbia. Glanbia is a massive milk producing company. I think they're the biggest in the country. Uh, most standard protein powders you buy, like Optimum Nutrition and I, and I think Muscle Milk and a lot, a lot of the low-grade ones, they get their protein from Glanbia. A lot of the pasteurized milk comes from Glambia. So there probably is a lobbyist industry for big corporate milk farms. Honestly. And I'm here in friggin' Idaho. I've seen these big confined animal farming operations. And they're nasty. Dude, it's, it's bad. 
how the economic machine, the ignorant consumers just feed these giant shitty farms that use way too much Roundup on their crops and treat their animals like garbage. Um, all right, another health article for me to rant to you guys at. Rant at you guys. I don't know if you've seen this guy. Um, he is going around the fitness podcaster circuit. His name's Brian Johnson. I guess he made a billion bucks with some tech company that he sold years ago. And he's retired now. So he's got a bunch of money and time on his hands. And he's basically becoming a biohacker. He is trying to do anything he can to reduce his metabolic age. And he has all kinds of crazy gizmos and gadgets and instruments in his house. He's got this insane routine. He puts himself in front of an infrared device. He does cold plunges. He does everything with all kinds of machines in his house to try to help him be youthful. I mean, kind of look at him. He almost looks like a vampire. Honestly, it looks like his liver's failing. He's got like eye bags and looks like he's got jaundice. But uh, uh, I don't think he's that healthy. I really don't. He's going to freaking, ah, where'd that article go? He's going to stress himself into aging with his neurotic mentality. But anyway, uh, billionaire biohacking tech guru, here's the story. He's 45 years old. He, uh, honestly, he does not look that good for 45. He looks like he's 45. I don't know. I mean, it's not like he looks all that young. What the hell was that? Was that him? That's creepy. That looks like the, uh, like a front cover of a rap album or something. Like a gay rap album. Uh, <laughs> sorry. I'm getting distracted. Uh, so this billionaire biohacking dude, Brian Johnson, who injected his teen's son blood in a bizarre quest to stay young, reveals that he's removed the treatment from his anti-aging protocol because it doesn't work. He was using his teenage son's blood. He was putting it through a centrifuge and extracting the plasma out of it and trying to use that to uh, help his biomarkers. His whole treatment protocol runs him $100,000 a month. Man. Friggin' weirdo, huh? He almost looks like, uh, he looks like he, he'd be a good fit for Patrick Bateman, American Psycho. Yeah, here's all, here's all that he does. Wakes up at 5. Hour-long workout, takes like 20 pills worth of supplements. Then he applies seven different skin creams. Is he vegan? Oh, he is vegan. Yeah, yeah, that's why his face is looking yellow. He's got all the sunken, weird-looking skin. He has blood tests. He wears two-hour, he wears goggles two hours before bed. Puts his face in this, uh, what, UV light doohickey here? That's why his face is all yellow. He uh, fake and bakes it. MRIs, ultrasounds, colonoscopies. <laughs> okay. And uh, moving on. Dylan Mulvaney is now in Peru. I'm going to play this TikTok video that he uploaded because it's a doozy. I'm in Peru and I'm at Machu Picchu. Isn't this just so beautiful? Um, I'm here by myself and I used to do a ton of solo traveling. I'm telling you, it's the best. If you could ever do a solo trip somewhere, it is such a good way to get to know yourself better. 
Um, but I came here to feel something. You know what I mean? And I definitely have. I've done shaman ceremonies that were like 10 years worth of therapy. It was wild. Uh, at this rate, I think you need a little more therapy there, Dylan. <laughs> Not quite done. Um, I've seen a lot of llamas. And the people here are so kind. I feel very safe here. It's a little sad that I had to leave my country to feel safe, but that will get better eventually. And I am dying for some Trader Joe's rolled chili lime chips. But safe. other than that, I am so content. Still haven't been kissed yet, but I'm holding out hope. And I, I wouldn't hold your breath there, Dylan, to be kissed over in Peru. In fact, hold your breath. Please hold your breath for a long time. Hold, hold your breath for like mm, three hours for us all. And most of all, you know, this trip has just has me feeling like I'm my own best friend again. And that is the best feeling in the world. And I hope that you At feel that point, way about yourself you're too. you're probably the only friend you have. I don't think anyone else wants to deal with that personality. Oh, and by the way. Looks like Costco is going to stop selling Bud Light. I just read that a bit ago. Costco is dropping the Bud. And last story here. Megan Rapinoe, soon to retire from professional soccer, in a new interview with Time Magazine, Megan Rapinoe said that she has no problem with men playing pro soccer as women. Really? Sign me up. I'll go play women's soccer professionally. You know what? I could probably destroy them. And I'm not, I don't even know if I'm saying that jokingly. I could probably. Get onto a women's professional team and destroy them. Yeah. Here's my chance, guys. <laughs> you know, if this if this whole podcasting thing doesn't work out for me and I just get censored off everywhere, I'm gonna go uh I'm gonna identify as a as a he she and go play me some professional women's soccer. <laughs> You'll buy the wig for me, Jeff? Dude. Yes. Please make me a blonde, please. You'd have to teach me how to uh have to teach me how to do the do the bun or the ponytail or whatever. Yeah, I can even keep my name, that's right. I have a uh unisex name. That'd be fun. <laughs> I mean, wasn't it the women's national team that got beat by a like a team of sixteen-year-old boys? Wouldn't get paid that much playing women's professional soccer. Like, what, what do they make? In like the low tens of thousand, mid tens of thousands of dollars a year. Uh, pro women's soccer pay. 40,000 annually, yeah. That's about what I thought. Range is from 25 to 85,000 a season. It don't make much. Be fun though. Does anyone watch them? Um I think by their pay that answers your question. Same with the WNBA. Who watches it? Like five people. We want to get paid the same as men. No, equality means that you get the same kinds of contracts as men. 
which usually equate to like percentage shares and all that jazz. So, okay. Then your pay is comparable because like 5% of the people watch the women's leagues. Chat says they force you to watch the WNBA in women's prison. How do you know that? Do you frequent women's prisons? <laughs> 80s Music Wednesday is a no-go. Uh... I think we're almost done with the show. I only got a few more minutes. Do I have 80s music? I don't know if I do. Also, guys, I will be, um, what's today, Wednesday? So tomorrow's Thursday, Knowledge Base with Justin. We're going to start uh, diving into the topic of solar micronovas. Space weather. It's going to be fun. We're going to do that for a few weeks. So, uh, yeah, go check out Knowledge Based on Badlands. Dallas, curious why I'm not much on board with Tate. You agreed with a lot of what he said, and it's lining up with my views because of the percent that doesn't line up with my views, which I think is very irresponsible. I think his personality is, and honestly, I don't, I don't agree with 98% of what he says. It's far less than that, but um, I think the the persona that he. Uh, the face that he puts on for the world it's it's he's very irresponsible what he's doing and downright uh, dangerous in a way so he's acting as this character for the world getting millions of teenagers uh, young guys young kids following him and all these young kids they look up to tate as a sort of mentor figure and then they try to copy they try to mimic tate's personality tate's mindset which is incredibly um narcissistic and self-interested and uh he's got a massive god complex about himself so then he's teaching you know all these young guys who think that they're becoming strong, manly figures, um, rejecting the matrix, getting red-pilled is what they think. Um, not so much. Very materialistic. It's a very materialistic mindset. I mean, the first time I ever saw Andrew Tate, I ever heard of him and went and checked out his Instagram when he was on IG at the time. The first 10 photos were him shirtless with his Bugatti. And then instantly I thought, oh, this guy's just a clown. He's a total clown. So, no, I don't think Tate is a good role model. Uh, there's, sure, there's like a few things I agree with, but so fucking what? Um, you gonna, you're going to attach to people just because you, you know, they're saying things out of their mouth that you like? That's dangerous. That's a dangerous mindset. Um, that's how you get wrapped up in cults. So, no. I don't like Tate. I don't like his personality. I don't like his attitude. I don't like the way he presents himself. And, uh, he's gross. Brainwashing a whole generation of young dudes to be a bunch of jackasses. I 
think it's a, I think it's a lot of uh, this could even go for the Tate brothers, but it's a lot of guys who are feeling inferior. They have an inferiority complex, a lot of mental weakness. So to mask that, to hide that, they're putting on this uh, superficial armor of aggression and um, like pseudo-masculinity, fake masculinity. Putting on this mask, this facade of being super manly, man, uh, man, manly and against the matrix and rejecting society when really deep down they're um, weak and lonely. And then also the dynamic that these young kids are learning from Tate on how to deal with females. And just listen to Tate. Listen to how he speaks about himself and listen to how he speaks about other people. How he speaks about women is very objectifying. Tate is scum, chat says, but has some good points, especially on racial inequity BS. Yeah, so I'll find somebody else who is not a scum to listen to about racial inequity. I'll find somebody else who says the same stuff who's not a clown. Because there's a lot of people out there these days all saying the same stuff. On all sides of the spectrum, I mean. So, you know. When I try to find people to listen to, I find the ones that I agree with who aren't asshats. So yeah. Anyway, that's my that's just, that's my opinion, man. You know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. There's gonna be some butt hurt Tate bros in my comments, but probably not. I don't think I have many sixteen year olds watching my podcast. They're all too busy. All all the Tate bros out there are too busy. Uh, Drinking their Tate juice. Drinking their Logan Paul Prime. Smoking cigars. All right, guys, any last uh, question, comments, concerns, complaints? Send them away. Otherwise, I'm going to head out. Appreciate you guys for hanging, for watching. Uh, remember, live stream Monday, Wednesday, Friday on Rumble, DLive, Foxhole, and Kick. You can find the audio versions of these podcasts over on my uh on where major podcast platforms i guess i don't know you can find them on my website um sign up for the rss feed or download them there so if you prefer audio versions i upload the audio versions of these podcasts as well and uh my shit posting plas platforms twitter true social telegram you can find I got. I don't know. I got a lot of stuff. I don't need to rattle them all off here. Any thoughts on the anonymous digs regarding SOF? Uh, to answer your question, I don't. I'm gonna look at his stuff and see what he has to say. I'm glad that there's some skeptical people out there, but I think I'll, I th I worry when people's skepticism delves into paranoia and they start making things up because they're paranoid but 
it's good to be skeptical because there's a hell of a lot of gullible people out there too. But, you know, it's not good to be gullible. It's not good to be paranoid. You want to be right in the middle. Did I see Fraud Lewski attempting to cap on me? When was that? I was in his live stream chat like last week, I think, giving him shit. And then he saw me in the chat during his stream. And he, uh, <laughs> he got all awkward and tried laughing at me. It was funny. But I don't know if you're talking about something else. Chat says, men are hunter-gatherer people. Women are nurturing people. Yep, I agree. There's a reason why men and women are different. Men are here to do what women have a tough time doing. Women are here to do what men can't do. Men can't have babies. Women have babies. Women have a tough time opening the pickle jar. So men can do that. All right, guys, you guys are great. I'll see you uh, tomorrow on Badlands. Hopefully, if not, then back here on Friday for the next stream. Please go find me on Locals. And if I come out with any other content, I'll be posting it around. Appreciate you guys. See you later. Have a good one.